CNN manages to pump out one last Republican primary debate right before the Iowa caucuses. It was a snooze fest. It featured only Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley because according to CNN, Vivek Ramaswamy didn't qualify to participate due to his latest poll numbers. But it didn't really matter in the end because Donald Trump upstaged Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis and CNN over at Fox News as they hosted a town hall featuring Donald Trump. We're going to discuss both events, why they are relevant going into the Iowa caucuses. As you hear this episode, it'll be the day after the Iowa caucuses, but as we record it, it's actually the day before the Iowa caucuses. Then in another segment, we're going to cover a beef that's taking place between Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel, and it all stems from Aaron Rodgers' position on the jab. Yes, in 2024, we have Americans still at odds about where they stand on the jab, and Jimmy Kimmel is no different. We're going to discuss that. We're going to discuss some of the comments that Aaron Rodgers made about Jimmy Kimmel on another show that really blew the situation out of proportion. And what does this particular beef mean for American culture at large? especially when it comes to the jab. And then finally, we're going to discuss a story that's really more of a follow-up on something that we have been covering for some weeks now, and I predicted would play a bigger and bigger role in culture, politics, and in the media moving forward. And that is, of course, the tradwife phenomenon that according to The Hill, a media outlet, Gen Z is starting to adopt over the boss girl lifestyle. Why is that important for culture? Why is that important for male and female dynamics going forward? And why I think it will eventually spill over into the realm of politics. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics, current news, and relevant subjects with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There's explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip hop, go to any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing, buy some merch. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about here on the show, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. That means if you know somebody that's interested in politics, the Iowa caucus, the Republican primaries, Trump, DeSantis, Nikki Haley, share the episode with them. If you know somebody that has strong position on the jab, whether they're for it or they're against it, whether they're on the Aaron Rodgers side or the Jimmy Kimmel side, share the episode with them, get their thoughts about it. And if you know somebody that... Well, you know, it's it's hard to say to share the whole trad wife segment with people because I feel like not a lot of people know about that. It's yeah. like you're, you're seeing it 
kind of spill out here and there on Twitter, now in the media with the Hill doing their segment on on uh, Gen Z adopting uh, the trad wife lifestyle. Um, but it is, it would be good to share that particular segment with people and the episode and get their thoughts on it. Because I do feel like it's something that we're very much ahead on the curve. I feel like this is a topic that I, that we're probably more ahead. We're, this is maybe a topic that we've been the most ahead on. We are starting to see it little by little. It's not like a, 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 a widespread thing at this uh, current junction in time, but we have been giving the receipts. We, we talked about the situation on Twitter. Now we're going to talk about this segment from the Hill. Uh, We've theorized how it's becoming more and more of a thing. And it's interesting because you don't see a lot of those kind of conversations happening in public with other people in everyday life. I think eventually they will. It's just interesting, though, because how people are, they don't seem to be seeing it quite yet. What what particular part you think that they don't see like the dynamics shifting or how it sh- has changed? Just the, the just the the subject in general. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, it's one of those subjects where like I think people act according to what's going on. Like remember when, when uh, we were talking about like the 2008 recession, how people were like, all right, well, people are just going to start dating to survive. I think people look at it like that, like a survival method. But if you think about like couples, truly like it kind of is about surviving. If you think about it, like I think one time we had a conversation. I don't think it was on the show, but about like if you were to live more like in the country or like in a ranch or like where you had to survive off of the land more, then you would then people would realize like the the like the actual necessity for a community. So like a wife, kids. If you had boys, oh well, they can help. And, and so I don't think people look at it from the perspective of, of uh, a cultural thing, but more so like, oh, this is what I got to do right now because I got to pay the bills or this is what I'm, what's going on or this is what's in vogue. And so whereas we look at it from like like an economist's like viewpoint because we're yeah. looking at it from the perspective of like, well, this is on the horizon. This is how things are going. Um yeah, you guys aren't paying attention to the incels or to the MGTOW movement or to the what a trad wife is or a trad thought or a, a shit, a fucking uh, trad con. Like uh, these are like buzzwords that probably people don't understand and, and, and then don't don't really get the concept of it because it's not it's not even something they'd even look look to. Right, but it like it, like you said, it's like the one thing that's gonna shape society, like that. That's the we're well, not the the one thing, but it is a thing that is going yeah. to. Yeah, and I and I think like that's one at least top five, in in my opinion, because because like the the male and female dynamics that changes shit like oh, that's birth huge. rates, yeah. all that like um, uh, the workforce um. AI, like anything having to do with AI, like, okay, cool, shit. It's going to affect everybody. But then the fact that that now 
like for example, Walmart, Target, most of that stuff is kind of leading into the you just use automated stuff, less people in the workforce. So because because everyone's in the workforce now, when there are cuts and when things change, it'll be like way way different. Um, when it comes to like you said, the trad wife or the boss, the boss, uh, what is it? What do they say? The boss girl or the yeah. like? That's a that's a way different outlook. Um, both of which have their pros and their cons. I think like depending on on the person and what their interests are, but but. To me, what what the what the biggest and most interesting thing is is the psyche of it. Like, do you really want to be a trad wife, or is it because out of necessity, or and and do you really want to be a boss girl, or is it out of like your want and need for independence from any and like any need? And so, like, those are the things that 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 uh, I think are interesting. Just like I said. Uh, before with wheat waffles, I don't agree with with like what, what a lot of the stuff he says in the sense of like the, his outlook. But I do think for people that don't know who wheat waffles is, wheat waffles is a YouTube channel where he predominantly focuses on what many refer to as black pill content, and essentially what the black pill is, uh, it's it's sort of um to some sort of a depressing, pessimistic outlook and on the sexual marketplace because basically what black pillars have deduced is that they, they've deduced the sexual marketplace to be all about looks. So basically what they're saying is, is the guys that do well with women do well with women because they're you know a certain height, certain weight, have certain facial features, symmetrical, so on and so forth, certain skin color, uh, tone, all of that, um, and and they've basically have surmised that you've either you either win the genetic lottery or you lose or you're somewhere in the middle. Um, so that's just to give context to, because you said that yeah. and I imagine there's many people that'd be like, yeah, who the fuck is that? Wheat waffles. Yeah. He's wheat waffles. That goes. <laughs> yeah. So my thoughts on, on, on like some of the stuff he says, like it's interesting, but it also shows you like, this is a community of people that have a certain way of thinking the black pill. And and we've talked about the red pill and blue pill mode of thoughts, the black pill, which I think we had a, an episode or two where we kind of talked about the black pill, which is basically what what he just uh, summarized on on what we waffles talks about. And so, this is stuff that people don't know about. No, they don't know about. Like, there's a, a few people that are, you know, and you 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 see and, it by and yet the views. It has an effect. Like yeah. for instance, there there have been many school shooters that have basically adopted the black pill philosophy. That's they, they were in cells. Yeah, there have been. What uh, I don't think this guy was a, a mass a mass um, shooter, but uh, 
the guy, he was a guy from Canada where <coughs> he ran over a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. And basically, he hailed one of the school shooters in the United States, Elliot Rogers, like basically as a, I don't know if you want to say as a god, but as somebody he idolized. Yeah. And Elliot Rogers, uh, many, I'm not saying like Wheat Waffles like follows like the, like the, the doctrine of Elliot Rogers or anything like that, but, but, Elliot Rogers, and if you look at like the things, the videos that are out there, of, and and some of the things he said about the Chads and the Stacys, he was the one that came up with that that terminology, the Chads and the Stacys, yeah. And it, because basically it was like, oh, look at all the pretty people uh, having fun together and having sex with each other, and like none of the women want me. And what he called himself, the perfect gentleman. Yeah. That Elliot Rogers case. I mean, I, I'm sure there's there's books written about it. I haven't come across one. I actually now want to look some up because I imagine like there have been some interesting things written about it. And if not, there really should because that Elliot Rogers situation, as heinous and as vile as it was, what you realize is that seemed to be the moment where like a lot of people kind of woke up to this dynamic of things are not the way the Disney movies and the media tells you it is. In fact, they're very they're they're quite different and in fact they're so different that they could be sending some people that might have some screws loose over the edge, which is what yeah. we saw with that. And that's why I have been one of the reasons why I have been so interested in this topic for so long. Because people be like, because I've I've heard it all. Like, oh, you hate women, or or who hurt you, or like all of the all of the 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 banal TikTok buzzwords that they use. Shit when... that just <laughs> it, it 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 just it means nothing. Yeah. When when really it's I'm just the type of person that I look at society and I look at the way the world works. Whether it affects me or not, I, I find interest in it because it's affecting the way the world operates. Yeah. Yeah, and, and in many ways, like, some of the stuff that we talk about have nothing to do with us. That's the thing. Like, or or any, any issue that we might uh, start describing and have our th- thoughts about, like, we really don't have a dog in the fight or or at least we look at it from a from a point of like uh, observation I, I think we have a dog in the fight to in in to the the extent that i i give you an example the uh, the uh, the abortion topic we don't have a dog in the fight i don't have kids you don't have kids uh i don't plan on having kids anytime soon if at all and i don't want to get married like i'm i'm i feel i'm a a guy that i feel very self-sufficient and content like the way my life is and so one would say oh well why do you talk about that stuff you don't have a dog in the fight well no because there are people that are voting for that issue that and because they vote for that issue they are willing to open the door to a whole bunch of other stuff that does affect me yes. just so that they could get 
that that what they want with that one particular issue. Yeah. And and so now where I come in is I look at it almost like an economist and I look at all right, is the juice worth the squeeze? In that particular instance, what I find is that for the trad cons and the conservatives and the right wingers, the juice is not worth the squeeze. I don't think it's worth the fight. No. I don't think it's worth the fight on that. I think the way that I would look at it philosophically is these people are showing you what they are. Yeah. They're showing you what's important to them. And they're not they're disappear. basically like we we are on the like basically at a point between everything that happened with the jab and the lockdowns, which we're going to talk about that more in the Jimmy Kimmel uh, and, and Aaron Rodgers segment. But everything that happened with that to the, the voting rights bill that Biden tried to pass, but thank God for cinema and Manchin that it didn't pass, to, to, to what they want to have if they could have their way online with censorship and everything. We are on the cusp of basically of communism being like one foot in the door. Yeah. And Shit. in the midst of all of that, what these communism. bitches are worried about is being able to kill their kids. Yeah. So my point is, is that is that they show... When you are willing to to vote for the left to keep winning at a time like this, when things are so bad, that means that what is of paramount importance to you is being able to kill your kid. Because yeah. there's like, in my opinion, way more important stuff. You're willing to forego all that other stuff, mm. all of the 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 basically the destruction whatever could encumber yeah. the destruction you're willing to forego it yeah. because you, you this isn't that important to you so my point is the juice is not worth the squeeze let it be yeah. but now what happens if you let it be <coughs> what happens if you let it be is the trads the 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 the, the charlie kirk's bless his heart the J benny johnson's bless his heart of the world what you have to do then now is realize that your outlook and a lot of the things that you want yeah. aren't going to be or and it, and and if they and if they are going to be that it's going to be some like like weird frankenstein monster yeah. derivative of it it's not going to be what you really want so do you want that lifestyle the picket fence the wife the kids and all of that that badly that badly where you're willing to not focus on what needs to be focused on or are you going to be like how we are and be like no you know what this is the way the world is it's sad yeah. i have to find something else to give me purpose i have to find something else that i that gives me value that 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 makes me feel like waking up in the morning that uh that that i find worth living for because this may not be panning yeah. out yeah, and then some people will just be like, you know what, I need to survive, so I'll just be a trad wife. And there you go, guys. You're happy. Survival. Because people are learning, men and women, how things sometimes work or how they don't work or what makes them happy. And so that, that was there was no amount of politics that made Gen Zers start looking into that. It just happened. And so, I mean, that you got to know what fight is good, what fight is bad. And that's it. That's the end. Because, like you said, shit, edging towards communism. Like we've, li we're literally like, if it's a cliff, we have half our feet. Like we're playing around, taking pictures. Like, yeah, we're we're turn communist. 
I'm gonna turn Kanye. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I was like, you're on the edge already. Yeah. And and um, one bad situation or one bad set of like a wave of blue where it's over with. Yeah. And um, it is it is scary. But then at that point, it's like you said, you analyze it. You realize that although it might not be of your belief, this per- this particular set of issues might be the end of us if we pursue them. Fall back, reevaluate, recalibrate, and and work on what you can that would help most people. And so that's that's you kind of l- looking through the lens of of of. Really, like the red pill way, you know, and so when you look at stuff from from uh from a very standard, this is what it's always been. That that's what happens. Like this is why generation um uh well it's it's kind of funny because we 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 knew it as Generation Y, but it was us. Um, yes, that was the original name. But our generation, we, as a whole, we looked at what baby boomers and Gen Xers did and were like, like, copy and paste. And this is why we're the generation that we're worse off. And so millennials are worse off because they copied and pasted. You don't copy and paste. You observe and report to yourself and then go from there and, and you change. If you're not willing to change... If you're not willing to adapt, you're not going to survive. And so this is this is why millennials bear a lot of the responsibility. Yes, there are there is some responsibility to the boomers in the sense of like you made it almost like hey, this is okay. You can do this. You you can uh yeah, the wife, kids, uh go to college. Yeah, we did it all and and it worked for us, so it should work for you. It was dumb. But at the end, when when you're a young adult, you make decisions. Like yeah. we've made decisions. Like many people have made decisions. Because sometimes, and it's weird because when you're young, when you're like 17, 18 to 21, right? Let's just say, we'll say 17 to 21. When people give you advice, I think during that time, part of it, there's like this gut feeling we have of like, I don't know, something didn't seem right about the advice or something didn't feel like something is off. And so the way I would handle it when I was young is if something felt like that, if it, whether it was a school counselor, whether it, I would then kind of have like a council of people. Mm-hmm. You, know, you were in my council. My dad was in my council. You know, my mom, like other friends and, 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 once I gathered information from everybody, obviously it would have to be from people that you kind of, you trust make very good decisions. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to take this route or I'm going to go this route. And so we can't live in a society where we just do what people tell us to do. Like yeah. you have to make your own decision. You use your counsel and then you go from there. But the reason why, why shit is the way it is now um what, what why we're dealing with a lot of the things that we're dealing now is because we just follow 
Oh, oh, get yeah. the jab, get the jab. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes, well, boss. And and I think uh, what you said is very valid, and and it applies to the lives of many men. Because I do find, like, as we've gotten older, some of our friends included, like, there's a lot of people out there that just do stuff, and like, they never see counsel, and then. It's like you look up one day or they look up one day and like they're in a bad position. And then you think about it's like, man, but all the decisions that this person made leading up to the, the, the place that they're at, the destination that they're currently at, they never like sought counsel for any. They just they just did. Yeah. They just did. And like you just analyzed and 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 how you would observe like who was in your council i think that's important because that's how i am and it's one of those things where i think it's important for a person man woman to look around and be like all right who is doing things better than me or who is doing things that I feel like they're operating in a way that that makes sense or works? And why would I not seek counsel from that person? But again, like you have you have many examples of, of people that don't, and then you have when you have that on a on a mass scale, you have the situation that you have. With everything, when it comes to like you said, people making decisions about the jab, people making decisions when it comes to like you know the 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 male female dynamics of their life, financial decisions, and ultimately people vote because of where they're at in yeah. these different areas, and how people vote affects us all. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy because if you think about like. Um then you start thinking about this is why you start getting into the rabbit hole of incels, black pill, red pill, blue pill, female male dynamics. It's like who was Elliot Rogers' counsel? Probably didn't have a counsel. Probably yeah. What led? I imagine to, he didn't. Yeah, and so what led to him not having a counsel? What was the lifestyle like? What was his thought process? His uh, w- how did he? What were his reasons for doing what he did? And that's why a book should be written about yeah. it because all of that is the stuff that you and I are interested in. It's yeah. like, those were all great questions. Who was his counsel? I agree with you uh, 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 in terms of he probably didn't have a counsel, I imagine. Uh I, if I remember correctly, I think I read somewhere that he had like a very like sheltered upbringing. So then you see how that affects it because it's like, all right, well, you're sheltered. So you're probably not outside with the guys like learning how to like maneuver through the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and it's funny because a lot of people and, and I don't blame anybody because we, we we're also trying to you're trying to figure out your shit whatever you have going on um trying to make ends meet you're trying to start a new business you're trying to get a new job you got to pay bills and so sometimes it's like a lot of these things people just breeze through like i don't well that was just another shooter and so um this is why i think 
kind of initially what we were talking about like we people don't really look at th- these little i don't want to say little decisions cuz they're kind of big decisions but like the dynamics with with people in their society whether it be like your parents mm-hmm. or your dynamic with women if you're a man or your dynamic with a man if you're a woman and how the community is now blue pill ideology red pill ideology where will it lead and when you start thinking about this type of stuff it's like right it's because, crazy because you think about elliot roger he obviously was very blue pilled because in his mind it was like oh well how come i'm like i'm a perfect gentleman how come the women don't want me there well yeah. Yeah, but if you were red pill and you look at the world for what it really is and not yes. what like you've been fucking fed all these years that it's supposed to be, yeah, then you would look at it and be like, and then you might be more on some like instead of wanting to shoot, you might be like, ah, yeah, fuck those bitches, like fuck those dudes, like let me let me learn how to like do some great ass shit yeah. or like you know you know what I mean. You look at the world differently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's like a like a line of like one end is like naiveness and then the other one is cynical and somewhere in between if you could kind of like there's a truth. Like you can't be naive and you can't be cynical, but Right, cuz but the the cuz you you see you see what I'm saying it's like you went he went from naive I mean, you could be to, cynical, you yeah. could be cynical. I I I think you can operate in the world being cynical. I don't think you. It's good to operate in the world being naive. It's just that cynicism can't turn vile. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah. Like it, it's not. You can't be like, oh, well, I'm gonna like shoot these motherfuckers up because I don't. I wouldn't have a problem like if Ellie. We. I mean, we wouldn't even know who Ellie Rogers is if he did what I'm about to say. He should have did or he, he <coughs> could have did. But if he put out a video and was like, yeah, like what I realized is like, man, those Chads and those Stacy motherfuckers. They don't really fuck with me. Fuck them. And and if he just made that video, but like never went and shot nobody and nothing, and yeah. just went on to do some, like just kind of realizing, like yeah, well, I gotta focus on my money. I gotta like maybe start a business, do something because because like I'm obviously like not part of this group. Yeah, yeah. There could be great power in that because I feel like that's part of why we have the character that we have is like when we were in high school and like when like everybody was like in clicks we were the type of guys that like we didn't want to be part of any of that shit yeah yeah you know what i'm saying and not even really the only difference is and i think i think sandman has made this point before is like it's one thing to go your own way and it's another thing when you're sent your own way and i think a guy like elliot rogers if you go too far blue pill because he was in college when this happened if like you go too far it turns from choosing to go your own way yeah. to you were sent your own way. With guys like us, we we went our own way. See, yeah. it's like it's different. Like for instance, I'll give you an example. There's a bunch of guys out there, and we're getting deep now. This is this is why this shit is wild. Like, there's a bunch of guys out there that like many women won't procreate with them. Or many women 
will only procreate with them and like if they have to like if they're in a financial strains and like yeah. damn this is like the only guy around and he really wants a baby and like man he pays the bills so yeah let me shit out a, one of his kids so i could so yeah. we could like i could have some security or whatever yeah. right so you and i are not guys in that position you in fact you and i i i would say throughout the course of our life have had that option on the table for women to bear our children. Yeah. It was just that <laughs> your Jeez. face, your yeah. face. Yeah, it was like, it, right. But it was it was a choice that we made that we did not want that. Yeah. That's going your own way. That's not, you were sent your own way. Yeah. You went your own way. It's like, nah, I'm good. Like, I see the legs, the legs are spread. Very nice, but thank you. But no, thank you. Go that I'm going way. that way. Like, <laughs> like but... But there's some guys that like oh, they never God. even get a whiff of it. You get what I mean? Yeah. And so and so, but I still think. Let me add to this though, like to what you're saying, it's almost as if when we look at the play, we ha we're not sitting in front of the play. We're sitting like on the side where you see like the people pulling the strings. So we're simultaneously looking at the play, but we're also looking at the people that control everything yeah in a way or or the, the things that make people do things so it's like for people who like oh i so want to like, be the chat instead of uh we have a, we have a, a 360 view basically. yes we're looking at like the world as like a 360 view so like the things that people attach to or like are like the imagery right like the disney lifestyle or this or that I don't look at it that way. I look at it from the perspective of like, well, were you told to think this way? Is this like some dream that you have? And so when you look at it that way, it's like, okay, the girl's like, I'm burying your child. But like, is this the route that will make me happy? Right. What are her, what is her outlook on, on, on certain things? Like there's so there's, there's so much deeper than just having children. I right. Think. Exactly. Yeah. But, but that you have the luxury of being able to even analyze all of that stuff because that option was on the table, but there's many guys in today's day and age that option is not even on the table yeah. or there's many guys, for instance, we might we're probably more so in the realm of guys that like there was never a shortage of women that if we wanted to marry we could have yeah. but i never wanted to get married but that's me i never wanted to get married yeah. it wasn't like oh nobody will marry me i'm going around but i can't find nobody <laughs> like it was yeah. never that so and then we focus our, our time, energy, effort, and attention into other areas, productive areas, areas that are that are intellectual, that are stimulating and and promote upward mobility. Yeah. And I think that is where the what what like a guy like Sandman would consider to be very unique is that there's a lot of men out there that once you take away the option of a wife and kids and everything like that, their direction and their purpose is 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 evaporated. They don't know like yeah. what to do or where to go or, or what. And it's rare you come across guys like us. And I think that's why our podcast is so unique in the sense that we basically stand as like another route to take it's like there's the fork in the road yeah you could go that way or that way but then it's like wait but then these guys are kind of like 
carving out another road where it's just like if you want that optionality there may be another route and and i think you only find that route when you look at the world more so through a red pill lens because basically what you realize is like all right well that's the reality of that situation and if i calculate three four five steps ahead i don't really like what that looks like that's the reality of this situation if i calculate three four five steps ahead i don't really like what that looks like or i could just kind of go my own way and then i like what this is looking like and 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 you know and going back to Elliot Rogers, we both interestingly enough both without even really like knowing we were going to go this route with this particular topic, we both basically deduced that we don't imagine him having a council that yeah. he, that he probably didn't have any friends or and 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 stuff like that and then. You look at like the other reasons why somebody should write a book about it. If there's not already a, already a, a well written book about it, is because now you look at like all these other things, and because he couldn't, he didn't have the capacity to accept what was the reality. Yeah, he shot motherfuckers up, yeah. and that's and 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 so now you look at like two different, totally different situations. Of people where it's just like, well, okay, well, this set of people looks at the reality for what it is, and they're like, nah, you know what, we're gonna go this way. Then this set of people <coughs> looks at doesn't look at the reality for what it is, and then one day they wake up years down the road and they're miserable and they realize, man, I should have made different decisions. I'm not happy, I'm not content. And then you have the other set of people that like could potentially snap or have given up completely. Yeah. Which you can't argue that Elliot Rogers didn't give up completely. It's just that he was going to take motherfuckers with him, yeah. basically. Uh, so now you fast forward to 2024, and what do you have? What you have is people that are realizing, really like a grift, because you have a bunch of women online that are realizing, oh, there's a lot of men that feel like the way that the women are, they're like that because they're left-wing women. So let me get a bunch of followers and a bunch of, you know, pay piggies because I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to basically do the same thing that all the porno women do and all the escorts and all the OnlyFans women do, but I'm going to do it with the veil of conservatism and I'm at home baking cookies and I'm a trad wife and everything like that. Mm. And then... What do you have now? We're having with the with the hill uh, segment. Gen Z is adopting this, but yes. the question is, why are they adopting it? Well, obviously, the millennials, our generation, we are we're the we were the first generation to be projected to do worse than previous generations, and Gen Z is predicted to do worse than us. They actually have less money than us, yeah. less property than us, less assets than us. So now what do you have? You have a circumstance which was it was it last week I think in pre-production we didn't end up covering it, but was it last week or the week before where I remember I had a video playing of a girl working at I think at Walmart Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was crying about oh the other generations didn't have to deal with this, didn't have to deal with this, didn't have to deal with that. I don't think you played it, but we we saw it. We saw yeah. it. And, and what did I very 
very crude and crass but what what was my what was my comment what did i i said something i don't know if you remember let me see you said it's very crass very crude and rated our comment but i said something you did i can, I can imagine what what you said I, I don't i don't remember exactly what you said what was it well what do you imagine i said i'll t- i'll say what i said i i know it's very like i said very welcome crass. To, welcome to the real world, bitch. No, no. I said, I, I, I said, I said, you're sucking the wrong dick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, you did say that. Yes. And and but it, it's kind of if you think about it, that is kind of a reiteration, a much more extreme reiteration of <laughs> welcome to the real world, bitch. Because I, like, you know that this is a, welcome. Because because a lot of a lot of people with the with the education system and the, this whole shelter life, when they enter the workforce, then they realize, wow, this is cold. This is right. hard. This but, is. But yet yeah. you yeah. want to operate how you want to operate, because mm-hmm. I imagine whoever whoever's piping because she was a cute girl, whoever's yeah. piping her up. It's probably a dude that doesn't care. Yeah, can do whatever he wants. He probably has a bunch of chicks on his rotation, yeah. as as we see the the data has shown. Another West Elm Caleb type dude. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which I'm not hating on him. I'm not knocking. But what I'm what I'm saying is, then you have the segment. These other guys that yeah. are out there that are willing to do the stuff for you. Yes. That want to adopt the trad wife lifestyle. But you don't want that. But now what are you seeing with and what I think this Hill segment suggests is that things are getting so bad. Well, yeah. That now out of necessity, it's like, oh, all right, well, let's fucking let's play the game. Let's play the role. Well, you've been listening to Cardi B all this time. Throw that ass back and all this shit like that shit. If if you have you been doing this for free, have you been doing this for free, madam? Because goddamn, this is why you're struggling. You're listening they to the wrong. Doing it yeah, for free. yeah, and that, that's the thing. That that's what's funny. It's like, it's all fun and games. And this is what I always tell people: like, what's cool? Why is it cool though? Why is it cool? Why do you think it's so cool? Like, whether it be guys when they listen to this fucking modern day ass hip hop. I don't even call it hip hop. Modern day rap. Like, you think it's cool, but is it cool though? Like, or. Like the shit that that all these uh like like the female rappers or these reggaeton artists like, you think this shit is cool like the shit that they say like you're partying she threw that ass back, like, I'm out here, uh, and I'm up in it to him and this uh that's, that's cool for like, I guess the artistry for them oh yeah it's a good hip hop, club song or a good reggaeton song but like. What is that doing for you if this is the lifestyle you're living? Yeah, and, and I say at the end, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. But my problem is, is like now, oh, all of a sudden, like this trad wife thing is becoming yeah. big again. And oh, why? Why is it? Why is it becoming big? Oh, <coughs> and why now? It's a chess. It's almost like a chess move. Like, yeah, because I'm going to look at the girl that's like doing the shit that's in the Cardi songs and the Nicki songs and the reggaeton songs. I'm like... Yeah, I'm a banger. And then I'm leaving cuz she's no good. And so enough times you're going to you're going to deal with this type of guy who was like, "Wow, he seen me for what I am worth." And then it's, "Oh, I have to be worth something now." Which is what we were trying to tell you in the beginning. But the thing is, 
I'm not actually going to be worth something. I'm going to pose as if I'm worth exactly. something. I'm going to post this stuff on social media and I'm going to say these things because I know there's a market for it. Yeah. But when it comes time to vote, like whether or not I want abortion in my red state, I'm going to vote for abortion, which we're seeing. And that's yeah. what I'm saying is the trends, the trends don't match don't match the actions exactly and it's crazy because it's like it's uh social media made like reality tv be like the common man's reality tv like so now everyone has reality tv like right now we could be like all right well shit um we're doing the podcast episode but i know like patron like they're sponsoring us and i know you don't drink but just fucking just hold the shot Right. And like, yeah, we're right here. We're talking about how great Patron is. And then when we turn it off and we record it, we put it on the Hanging With Apes, we just throw those shits in the garbage. We're not drinking it. It's all fake. But because it's like social media has made us fake almost because like we have to have some sort of image. We're not ourselves. And so it's weird. It, 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 so the, the, the trad wife thing, is that really her? Is that really her, or is that just for the viewers? Right. They are. Uh, they all. All of a sudden, one overnight, they all just sprouted out of nowhere. Yeah. Or, or, or like. I, I love Christ. I love Christ, and I love baking for my husband. Yeah. Bitch. Or, or like th- that's like no different than the chick who has super tight yoga pants. Her tits are out, and then she puts the camera so she can work out, and then complains about, look at all these perverts, bitch. You look like a stripper. Yeah. What the fuck do you expect a man, like a straight man to think when he sees you? That ass is glorious and them tits are nice. Like, that's what men think. And you're dressed in an attire that that is not helping you. If you really care about that, you'd wear a, a sweatpants and a sweater and work out. Or a T-shirt. Yeah, but that's more that's more of the example of, of what I highlighted in previous episodes of some of these women coming in and ruining like male spaces. Yes. And so to me, that's where all this, like this is the real world. It's hard to disseminate. I don't think it's hard to disseminate. Like if, if you pay attention, but you start realizing a lot of the stuff, this is all just for like what's in. If, if, If being a trad wife is in vogue, that's what will happen. If being, a fucking Th- Th- Thoughtzilla 2000, you know, like is in vogue, then you're going to see all women just out here. And so whatever works for them at the, at, at, at the same time. And then the same thing with, uh, with guys like young men, the shit that you listen to is the way you want to dress, the way you want to do things, the way you want to. And it's like, well, start paying attention to the shit that you're paying attention to. Like, like, you're paying attention to it from the the level of like, wow, this is cool. Why is this cool? Because your friends said it was cool, or because the girls think it's cool or and hot, or because or is it because you genuinely like it? Like, and, and and to me, it's like this is why you get the the state that we're in when it comes to what we were talking about, um, movies, shows, comedy music it becomes very bland it's been very bland for for a while now you'll have like the kanye's or the 
the which we'll talk about uh, in another episode, the the Safety brothers or the Nathan Fielders or the or the you'll have the the people who actually provide you the good standouts. shit. Yeah, the stand the standout performances and the standout like subject matters, but like. More and more, you're seeing that it's more like everything sounds and looks the same. Yeah. Uh, everyone sounds and dresses the same. And so it's hard. It's hard because most of the time, like, I remember when I was young growing up, most of what I listened to was hip hop. Now I listen to like all types of shit because it's like, this is too limited. It's a yeah. limited space now. Yeah. My brain. Is like I have to dump myself down to listen to it. A hundred percent. I didn't before. I didn't feel like that with hip hop. Like I always, I always had a a a, a pretty versatile palette when it came to music. Yeah. But I never felt like hip hop rap wasn't enough. Yes. I always felt like all of this stuff was like. Like the like the like the like the hip hop and rap for me was like the cake, and then but all that stuff was like you know the the whipped cream, the, I mean the icing, the cherry, mm -hmm. the candles, like it was all. But now, hip hop is not even the cake anymore. No, it's just like it's like an ingredient. Yeah, you know, and yeah, a hundred percent. So moving on, next segment, because uh, that that was a very good segment. Well, we. Uh, got it a lot deeper than I anticipated. <laughs> yeah. uh, Trump upstaged Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis. Ron like DeSantis and Nikki Haley were on CNN. They had a debate. It was a snooze fest. Um, I actually tried watching a little bit of it with my mom and then we both were like, it's so boring without Ramaswamy. And yeah. then we ended up watching the town hall. Uh, yeah, very interesting. Uh, uh, how and then and then I didn't know. Th I knew that the Trump town hall did better ratings wise, but how by how much did you say? It was like four. This is uh, estimating because I think if I'm not mistaken, it was two point two for DeSantis. And um, I was gonna say Ramaswamy and Haley, so I was two point two million, and then for Trump it was four point four million. So wow. like you doubled what wow, they did, yeah. Which kind of makes you look bad. Like this tells you guys that you guys have to drop out. And it was funny because they released. Um, so I guess Chris Christie was at some event and he had a, uh, a he mic had a on, hot him, mic, yeah. And it was a hot mic event. <laughs> he said. <laughs> He said that she's gonna get destroyed. Yeah, Haley, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, and, and then uh, and then DeSantis is like scurrying and scared, and he doesn't know what to do. So like, he was expressing what he actually feels about them as competitors, and uh, then you get the ratings results, and it's like, wow, no one really cares, guys. Goodbye. Get the fuck out. Yeah, and um. And it's crazy because in that town hall, Trump said that he uh, he already has picked the vice he knows president. Who's, yeah, yeah. Which, um, I wonder. I wonder what route he's going to go with that. Like I know we've talked about it, but um, if he's going to go for for a chick, or is he going to go with 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 a guy? Like what, what's what I guy? Like he's going to pick a female. Yeah, you think it'll be Christy Nome? 
Yeah, there's people. There's people that say Christy Nome. People that uh, say Elise Stefanik. Uh, oh yeah. There's. I've heard different things. I I do think it's gonna be a woman though. Yeah. And so, I think uh, all of this, and then oh, and this during the same week, I want to say there was an interview. Yes, with Michelle Obama. And now, if Michelle Obama is kind of doing interviews about. And, like, if you actually break down the interview, it's, like, one of someone who would run. Like, the things that worry you, like, the politics behind everything and all this. I don't think that... Well, maybe, maybe. I I don't know. But now that the primaries have started, I would say that maybe now I could see her running for the next go-around. Because I just don't see why you would do an interview during this time. Yeah, I mean... I just thought like the 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 subject matter. It wasn't like oh, because well, the guys. Well, I mean, Roger Stone did predict that that they're going to bring her out yeah. to be the Democrat. But this is the thing, though. Now, Democrat nominee, wouldn't it be so late? Too late for for anything like that? Not necessarily, because the shit the shit's starting now. But it's not like Biden has any momentum or any like real enthusiasm behind it'd be one thing it's like oh man this guy has been building up momentum no but he doesn't have anything so it's like what really do you would you lose that's true it'd be like now if if it was like trump gets replaced by somebody else trump stuff that would be weird but because it's like so much momentum has built but like with biden what what momentum is there yeah, but I mean, okay, so let's say he removes himself. Do they just pick a person then so they don't go with the primary? Like, who's going to be the nominee then? They just, it's like, oh, I pick her. Like, I, like right now, you'd have to kind of decide, or at least in the background, be like, okay, this is how we're going to go about it. So, But, but at the, the fact- convention, if like the, the, the delegates... If like Biden steps down, then all of the delegates could, like, basically have like, um, kind of like a like a like a, a concerted effort, like a coalition, and then pick her. Oh yeah. Well, then in that case, that interview, particularly on in that week, could point to. Okay, wait a minute. You just came, and it was like a mental health type of guy. Mm. So it's like. But it was focused on politics, and you had like your bullet points on on stuff, and so I was like, "Hmm, this this is uh, interesting, an interesting time to take an interview." Yeah, because you've been kind of quiet and haven't said anything, and all of a sudden, uh, uh, an interview. Um, Trump, he's himself, but I feel like um, more and more he's just kind of like chill about shit he was very poised yeah and presidential in that town hall like he looked in the zone and he's still witty because I, I don't know if you saw the christie one and uh what i noticed is uh everybody at that town hall at least in the time of that i was watching they all said that the from the audience that was asking that were asking questions they all said that they were voting for him so it's gonna be interesting what? if if he mollywops them. I can't imagine why they would stay in the race any longer. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't see it. There was one voter 
that I found interesting. She asked him, like, oh, well, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to vote for you or not. And it's based off of, like, what you're, what you're going to answer. About she had, like, six kids and shit. I don't know if she had. To, I think it was about abortion. Yeah, she has. She yeah. has six kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so she's she's talking about abortion. And she's like, depending on the way you answer this, I might like I'm gonna decide on whether I or not I vote he for you. He kept the G though. In yes. his answer. Yeah. He's he like, kept- he's like, we have to compromise. He's like, we have to. He's like, there, we have to make some concessions. Yeah. Like he, he. I'm here answered- to win. And he's like, I'm here to. At the end of the day, yeah. he's like, none of this would be a, a thing. If it wasn't for me, I was like, I'm here to win. So sometimes you can't, it can't go your way. Or yeah. sometimes we have to compromise. That's a perfect answer. Which my thing with this lady is like, you have six kids. What the fuck? I don't think you're having any more. No. Why do you, why? Are, that's the shit that bothers me is like, again, this doesn't have anything to do with you. Again, like we previously she said. She doesn't want like, other oh, women to have abortions. You don't have a dog yeah. in the fight. No. So why would you risk the left like bringing forth their agenda when in the end you already have six kids? Yeah. I wouldn't even that honestly that I would imagine that'd be the last thing you you're concerned about. Yeah. Yeah. And so so to me I just feel that he's been really poised. He's probably practiced on toning shit down yeah. and just answering the questions. Like I said, oh the the Chris Christie line was funny cuz he's like uh, he's I'm starting to like him now because he, he got off. But like, even the jokes, like he'll joke about shit, but it'll just be a lot wittier and not so aggressive. But I think that that's the luxury you you have when you've had four years of you, and people have seen how you work and how you do things. Is that you really don't have to go crazy, and and then you're up on the polls, and so it's very comfortable uh, in that regard for him. And I think that the viewership just just it's a two it's you're doing double of what they're doing. Nobody cares uh wh- who wins that debate cuz they're voting for Trump. And so to me that's the I think that's the nail in the coffin for them that they have to start reevaluating like all right, cool. Well, I'm going to just fall the fuck back and and go from there. Now the only reason why I would think it's kind of like interesting if if they don't drop off is like now they're they're kind of hurting um, or they're kind of helping Trump because Trump was just gonna beat them more and more as the states go on. But yeah, like at this point, I just don't see I don't see anything uh, changing. And 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 uh, like you said, when they were talking, they. They're attacking each other. They're going at like they're really running for president. Yeah, but it's we, like we we no. are going to get a a very good assessment of where things stand in Iowa because it's a, it's it's going to be below zero. So that means like passion is going to drive people out there to <laughs> yeah. vote, and if you see that in below zero weather. And Trump just destroys. That means that like just all the passion and enthusiasm is on his side. No. And if I was DeSantis and Haley, I would look at that and be like, man, these motherfuckers came out in droves for Donnie T in this weather. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. They're done. It, it, 
you know so we will we will see soon enough uh, final segment Jimmy Kimmel versus Aaron Rodgers don't really care but it is an important discussion <laughs> because it all stems from Aaron Rodgers perspective on the jab so two years ago basically Jimmy Kimmel made fun of Aaron Rodgers when he got the virus he Aaron Rodgers got the virus uh, a lot of people were saying that Aaron Rodgers was not um, that he was irresponsible because he was going around saying he was immunized yeah, which technically you are, because your body. Exactly, <laughs> but but uh, they they were saying, oh well, he uh, uh, he suggested that he had the jab. Turned out that he didn't really have it. Years pass. It turned out that basically everything that Aaron Rodgers said about the jab was true at the time. It wasn't as well known as it is now, but now. We know, and this is what Aaron Rodgers said two years ago. He's like, you could get it, the virus, even yeah. if you have the jab. You can give it even if you have the jab, and you could still die from it even if you have the jab. Which the Pfizer shills didn't like that, and Jimmy Kimmel is a Pfizer shill. Yeah. And so now, fast forward. Was it? Was it? Yeah, it was this year. Uh, uh, early this year. 2024 Aaron Rodgers is on the Pat McAfee show which is apparently a sports show I don't watch it but apparently a lot of people watch it it's technically he was on the Pat McAfee show when he said that well, yeah when he funny. said yeah. when he said uh, what what people call him a conspiracy theorist for yeah. back then is that oh you can give if you have the jab you could give the virus you can get the virus and you could still die from it that was considered Conspiracy theory talk. Now it's the norm. People know that, and and it's basically common knowledge. Yeah. Then fast forward twenty twenty four. Pat McAfee show. Uh, Aaron Rodgers cracks a joke about the Epstein list being released, and he cracks a joke about about Jimmy Kimmel. Now, what's interesting about the situation is, so Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel can crack a joke about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. When when uh, he basically uh, well his whole monologue was about Aaron Rodgers that oh Aaron Rodgers is dumb he does his research on YouTube uh, he was lying going around saying that he was immunized that he isn't a bunch of unfunny shit but that was all good but now he cracks a joke about you being on the Epstein list yeah and then you come out. And you have a whole fit about it because all oh, people might believe it. But guess what? And you threatened to sue. But, but guess what? People might believe you, you fucking Pfizer shill, and now have myocarditis or have like uh, yeah. other other issues with 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 uh, with their hearts or or other worse things that what they're calling uh, the vaccine injured. Now that's the terminology that they're using. And even if none of that is the case, you still helped peddle a product that doesn't do anything. Yeah. So at very least, you you peddled a broken product, a product that that basically has no effect at the end of the day, or very little effect for a very small time yeah. 
and then is basically uh, no different than than the than the flu shot, which that wasn't what it was initially marketed as. Something you'd have to get every season yeah. or every year or what have you. My man makes a used car salesman seem like a d- good dude. Exactly. <laughs> and now what? The, and why I find the whole thing interesting to talk about is because one, it's interesting that Jimmy Kimmel works for ABC. ESPN is owned by ABC. Well, they're all they're oh, all owned by Disney. Yeah, the, Disney yeah. owns ABC and Disney owns ESPN. And now it's interesting because soon as the riff happens, the the, <coughs> the situation where Aaron Rodgers says what he says, not the riff between between what Kimmel said to Aaron Rodgers. That was okay. Nobody gets kicked off their show yeah. or anything like that. But when Aaron Rodgers says what he says about Jimmy Kimmel, now. He can't be a guest on the Pat McAfee show. And then McAfee comes out and basically uh, uh, stands in solidarity with the decision, which yeah. this guy has been a guest on your show. So it shows like the complete lack of loyalty. And it shows that one, number one, the, these sports dudes, they're kind of bitches. Like, yeah. like, these, <laughs> like, like if you, Pat McAfee, fucking uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, he's, he's the, the Pfizer spokesman. Dude, like, first off, I would doubt that he even has the vaccine. Like, I don't know, like, why a well-oiled machine athlete would get something like that. Yeah. You know, the peak health. So that'd be dumb if he got it to begin with. But then secondly, like, you're you're pumping this poison to all these kids that, like, look up to you. And then, like, you see where LeBron stands on a lot of issues. It's like, what's up with these sports guys? Yeah. Like, kind of, like, like so soft and bitch-made. But then you see what shills these big corporate media outlets are for Pfizer and for and and for for big pharma basically. And you understand because like they're getting a bunch of money funneled through, but it is crazy. It is wild. And and that is why I felt this topic was worth talking about because so much of the narrative is driven by these outlets yeah. that basically now have already been proven to be wrong. Yeah. But yet four years after the virus and we're still in this place where we're at odds about it. Now, granted, this new current controversy wasn't because of being jabbed or not being jabbed or anything like that. Yeah. But the initial rift started because of it. And it's interesting because if Jimmy Kimmel had any sort of integrity he would be like man i was severely wrong about the jab i'm not gonna like get into it with this guy anymore i'm just gonna leave it but no like you want to double down and cry when you didn't apologize for what you said about the man in the first place which you ended up being wrong in that situation yeah and, and so to me it's like um this is what happens. You criticize, 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 joke about some shit instead of letting the person make their own decision. It's all fun and games. He makes a joke about you. You get offended. You threaten to sue. Then you go on a whole bit. Like, and you could tell because like, he seemed emotional about it. Like, you he could was, just, yeah. Like, talking about Aaron Rodgers, but it's like, now I'm going to come after you. I'm going to come after you. And then and then Aaron Rodgers responded. He's saying, this is, this is what happens when you let... This uh, woke shit kind of run rampant. You they can say stuff, but you can't say stuff. And so then you get canceled, or 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 or, or people stop dropping sponsorships on you because 
because uh, you're not part of the narrative that they want you to be a part of. And and uh, to me, it's like, okay, Aaron Rodgers talks shit. You could talk shit back, and that's the end of it. But you guys, like, it's it's like they're so adamant about like, well, he can't be on the show. Uh, we're gonna do legal act, like have legal action on him. And it's like, it's not, it's not that serious. You guys don't like each other. Fine, the end. People can have their opinions on stuff. That's it. Uh, but you can't throw a punch, and then when the per- person punches you back, you get mad. Yeah, you know that's not how life works. You know, like people are going to have reactions to your actions, and so the thing with a lot, of, and, and this is why late night television, uh, late night talk show uh, television, is so terrible now. Is that you guys are so political? This is not what that was about before. So you've already destroyed that medium. Um, it's kind of like. Uh, a very generic interview like what what I used to like about those shows was it was like you could tell it's very I don't want to say scripted but it's like when 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 the guests come it's like how are they going to react to like this type of environment it's kind of fake people tell you to clap it's almost like not real but real mm-hmm. so so seeing the interviews uh, has always been interesting to me, but like n- now it's a monologue of like what your political view should be. Propaganda, propaganda, propaganda takes you out, takes you out of even like enjoying anything after that. Yeah, because it's like all oh, Trump, 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 all all this, all oh, look at the vaccine people, the unvaccinated. This it's like that's shit for like the news. You know, leave that for the news. There's other stuff you could talk about, but and it's been not only Jimmy Kimmel, everybody across the board. Um, him. What's the? I don't even know the guy from SNL. I forget his name because he's just terrible. Uh, I don't remember. Fallon? Not Fallon. Well, he was in SNL too. Seth Myers. Seth Myers. Yeah. Whatever happened? Is he still doing it? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't follow these. Movies. Yeah. So his ass, terrible. Jimmy Fallon, terrible. Across the board, just terrible. And so, because you guys have uh, made it a thing where it's like political, political, political. Uh, And it's funny because this is like the most soft, the softest version of comedy that there is. Yeah. It's like this is vanilla shit and you guys can't even do anything with it. I can't think of you guys doing some, some fucking Dave Chappelle shit. Some fucking Shane Gillis shit. So some Nathan Fielder shit. Yeah, some Nathan Fielder shit. Like you guys never see it. Like and so that's that's uh what what's sad about it and it reminds me uh, a lot about like where where comedy's at is this type of shit. Like you're having a spat with a fucking quarterback about shit that really doesn't matter, but it kind of does. Cause this motherfucker can't be on a show because you feel some type of way because of it. Yeah. But you guys talk shit on the daily, day in, day out, Monday through Friday. And one person throws an, a, a jab at you. Oh, oh, get the lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's hilarious. 
Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.